This episode of All Hail Yogg is brought to you by Hit Dice, a real play podcast made for the love of the game. You've heard us talk about these folks before, but did you know that it was Hit Dice and their success and the community that they built that inspired us here at XP to think for the first time about podcasting? They are so close to the end of their first campaign, and I really hope you'll join them on their last adventure. HitDicePod.com, at HitDicePod on Twitter, or wherever podcasts are enjoyed. Now, on with the show. Previously on All Hail Yog, Assembled atop the conquered gatehouse, our four villains are set upon their sinister task. They must assassinate the five heads of the Covenant Kingdoms when they convene in a week's time. In four fountains of black flame, they are whisked away to a safe house hidden in the unsuspecting city of Thorpe. The adventure continues on the 27th of Borson, year 897, in the Fourth Age of Undoon. This is The Covenant, Episode 3. In Four Fountains of Black Flame, the four of you appear in a new, unfamiliar location. Sort of... You were standing inside a building, but it's a very large building, obviously because it needs to accommodate yep. a dragon. Um, <laughs> and you can see on the ground that, but I guess the sarcophagus goes, right? So the first thing you hear is thunk as the sarcophagus <laughs> like hits the ground <laughs> and dust. There are four like little sort of summoning circle style glyphs on the ground that you each kind of appear in. For at least Asmonia, this is unusual because normally Yogg doesn't really have the ability to teleport you outside of Yogg. This is like yeah. the first time that this has ever happened. But you're standing in like a big building of some kind. Um, and it's very dusty and like dark and there's like just a little bit of like torchlight here and there. Give me perceptions, I guess, to see what else you can tell about it. 18. 22. Great. Natural one. That one. Maybe you're like, you're, you're going through your lenses, like, oh shit, I don't have dark vision. Where's my dark vision lens? Yeah, I, right? I can't yeah. find it. Uh -huh. That's funny. How'd you do score? That one. Oh, okay. Oh, oh no, because yeah. he would really like Okay. It's a very large You're building. You're still just so sad that um, he threw the brazier. The two of you can see longing. with your dark vision that above you there is like a, almost like a conveyor belt of some kind up above your head and there's all these hooks hanging on it, but they're all empty. The walls and the floor of this place are just, and you would notice this especially, I think this is why it takes off, are caked in dry blood. There is blood like spattered almost everywhere in this place. This big warehouse-like building. And you can smell the smells of like spoiled meats and like processing. Like you think you're in a slaughterhouse, like an old derelict abandoned slaughterhouse. So I don't know if how the vampire reacts. It's just it's like old <laughs> shitty pig's blood, but right, like. Yeah. Yeah, you only want like the high class. It does remind <laughs> me though that I'm really thirsty. Oh yeah, that's a good point. It's like, yeah. Um, how long has it been? I suppose you just did right before you got here. Yeah, like three. Right? I, 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 I drained people. the blood of three guys. So go ahead Go ahead and roll me 9d6 and tell me what you get, because that'll determine how many blood points you currently have. Uh, 39. So 39 divided by 3. You have, yeah, you are full up. You have 10 Sweet. blood points. You are swole and full of fucking power. <laughs> yeah. But you can hear as well, uh, the two of you can hear that like, it's this big echoey chamber, so the, the explosion of your arrival and the thud of the coffin like echoes, and then you hear like, 
and you hear like someone like rushing towards you frantically sort of through the rows of hooks and you see this like portly looking man this human man like balding almost in the same way that the doctor is balding but for all the height that you have he's short and wide and he's like wearing like a, like an apron and kind of comes like hustling over and like stops and like bows very respectfully and genuflects in front of the four of you like my masters I'm here to serve if there's anything I can do I am your humble servant is he human? He's human, yeah. Like, just like 40 years old and like a couple of like spots on his face. He just looks like a gross, like sort of gutter person. Um, <laughs> and he just like bows before you. How may I be of service? Ooh, how may he be I of service? <laughs> what do we need? I don't know. You need the equipment for rebuilding her wing. That's great, Cole. Yes. Yeah, you need different materials. The workshop. Is the one ready? It was set aside. I was, I was given. Its maliciousness told me you would be coming, and we have made every preparation. It is just my family and I here, but we serve Yogg above all. Oh, Yogg. He like, looks back down at the ground. I am called Shim. Whatever it is that you need, I will provide it for you. I'm going to transform into like a 15-year-old girl that could like somewhat be like related to him, with, like the like similar oh. hair and everything. Okay, yeah. Um, he kind of <laughs> like just to ease him a little and kind of throw him off his guard. Sure. Yeah. Give me. <laughs> so you're trying to throw him off, or are you trying to like calm him? I'm trying to throw him off. Give me an intimidate. Yeah. <laughs> um, intimidation, you said? Yep. 27. He stops and he's like talking to the doctor and he looks over at you and you just like see like, you know, you can, so when you shape shift, right, you still have your face, mm-hmm. but you can make enough little adjustments, right, that he kind of like, like pales, almost as though like he's seen you before and like is almost startled to see you there and kind of <laughs> like, uh, uh, and like cowers a little bit before you. Whatever it is you want, my lady, I, uh, please, I, I don't mean to get in your way, but I have... S- Show you your accommodations and provide you with what information I have. I require to feed every night. I don't like to hunt. I am old, you understand? Yes. You bring me someone every night. I will see what I can do. My lord. <laughs> Score is going to get real close and let one piece of drool drip right next to you, too. <laughs> it's like as big as he Like is. a same kind of thing. I, 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 I was told you would be coming. You're, you're, you're immensity. And, um, Her immensity. And I, I, we have laid aside stock such as we have. It is not much, but swine and sheep. As much as we have to offer for, for your enjoyment and sustenance. She's totally enjoying this. Right. He's just like, so like, long of like, right? Yeah, all that work. Being disrespected. She's so loving <laughs> yeah, this. Absolutely. Um, yeah, but great. You can ask Shim to provide any small things like that, right? Like they're, they're immortal. They don't have like supernatural powers, yeah. but they have this. Then this whole place is where this slaughterhouse is sort of like mm. yours to do as your base of operations. Can I roll a persuasion check on yeah. Shim? Shim. Shim. S H I M. Shim. S H I M. Great. Thirteen. Okay, great. Not awful. Yeah, I, I'm just trying to calm him down okay, a little great. bit. Okay, great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. Just trying to buddy up to him a little bit. A little yeah. Bit. Cool. yeah, yeah. What do you say? It's okay, Shim. Take a take a deep breath and relax. You're here. You're amongst Yogg's finest. Someday might be like us. Might be worthy. Really? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I'm nothing but a humble butcher, but but it is it is my dearest desire to please the Dark Master. We, it is folly to stand against it. He yes. is coming for us all. Yes, and don't. only by swearing fealty will we be spared. Precisely. I have a question. Yes, of you. course. Whatever it is you wish, my lord. I need help. Her wing. I'm repairing it. Yes. But 
I have an assistant. And she is not here. Oh. Oh, yes. Have you heard of my assistant? I was told there would be another. Do you know where? I... Or how? I'm not... And then his eyes slide over and you see that there's one more uh, space, mm-hmm. right? That, like yeah, yeah. another circle that no one has appeared in. I'm sure that any... <laughs> and explodes in green fire. <laughs> and the fire fades away and we see this hulking figure. You, would you like to describe for us what we see? <laughs> yes, okay. Well, she is, like before, still an abomination. All sorts of animals are kind of constructed, but she's, she's mostly like big and robust. So it's like... It is does have this humanoid kind of like figure. The uh, person you commissioned to do the drawing last time did a uh, really yeah, great job. Yeah. Neve, yeah. thank uh, you. Yeah. Yeah, it's a flesh um, golem, right? It's this like eight foot tall Frankenstein yeah. monster stitched together from all these different parts. I'm trying to think if like terrible. if there's like <laughs> maybe like her skin has like zebra or tiger on oh, like some part like of like the front. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah uh-huh. like some kind it's of like weird. New parts. Yeah, like there's the new time, stitching yeah. all the time. She's basically. much more humanoid the last time I saw her. She mm-hmm. just had like some extra appendages in there. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. But like I feel like there's been some more like. Yeah. You recognize that it's like Elizabeth in the sense that it's like a golem next to Dr. Hero. I feel like all yeah. the parts are different, right? Like you don't. Yeah. She has the same basic outline for the most part. Yeah, right? I would say so. Yeah. yeah. But it's always like repatching on new pieces of skin that always get kind of damaged, <laughs> basically. Just um, grotesque, this thing. Yeah, but it's really, yeah. Yeah, it's really um. It's beautiful, though, too. <laughs> yeah. um, but her hair is also, like, you know, long and red. Yeah. And then we talked about the wiring. But it's that's different now, the stitching, right? Yeah, that's, about... that's true. Yeah, yeah, so it's basically, you know, before it was basically just, like, threading or mm-hmm. whatever to keep skin together, stitching. But it's, like, copper wiring now. So it's all redone in this, like, copper wire. Mm-hmm. And so she she's alive. She's, al- and she's standing like... She's alive. <laughs> <laughs> like, looks up. And you see as she looks up, you know, these just dead eyes, like, uneven, like, one here and one there, right? And, like... Like, electricity kind of crackles across her body, which you did not see last time. I did not. And she kind of just, like, looks at you, Hubert. <laughs> like leaks out of her, which you know to be like the sound of like yeah. acknowledgement, like affirmation, like it's you. I'm here. Right? I'm, here. Uh, I'm like lock, he's like locking yeah. eyes with her, and he's just starting to like sh- tremble, and he's like, you know, just like yeah. starts freaking out because like yeah, because he really thought he, he didn't know if it worked or not, yeah. basically, uh-huh. and back. so she's here, and he can see that like the copper wire is working, and the electricity is like pulsating, pulsating. through yeah. her body, and um, so he he probably does like the. Elizabeth, you're alive! Yeah, and she runs towards, you know. I think you hug her and like your hair fucking like, like, (laughs) sound, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, this jacket's starting to like. (laughs) Yeah, but you don't care, right? You're like, she doesn't hug you back, she just stands there, right? Right, right. right. Uh God. Um, Elizabeth. True Uh, love. Yeah, true true love. I think as Shim sees that, I like. Sneak up behind him, and I like lightly put my hand on his shoulder, just freak him out again. <laughs> <gasps> is this is this is this a bride or is this a, like a daughter? It's a bride. It's a bride. It's his wife. Once Hell upon a time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a bride. <laughs> it's a bride that's alive. Horrifying. Uh, so you guys are in this warehouse, and you have a week's worth of prep before you get ready to make this sort of hit on the Covenant Kingdoms. The way this is going to work mechanically, we can do lots of flavor stuff if you want, but the way it's going to work mechanically, it's kind of like a skill challenge. You will all get an opportunity to choose one of your trained skills that you have and roll a check to gather information about the meeting and what you, information you can use either about the building or the people who are going to be there or the defenses or whatever, or the route. You each get to make one check, and depending on how well you do, that will tell you how much information you get. Mm-hmm. The caveat to that is that if you 
any failure you make on these checks has a potential to tip them off that there's something going on, right? Like if you roll, mm. let's say you choose stealth, like oh, I'm gonna sneak around, you bomb a stealth check, maybe they saw you. Maybe there's, you know, like the uh, threat level kind of goes yeah. up a little yeah. bit with each mm. failed one. So if you make, if it's four failed checks, they know you're coming essentially, yeah. Um, so most likely you'll succeed on, on, on most of these, but that's like, like so make, look, look at your skills. You can choose any skill that you're trained in, but a lot of this too is about pitching it to me like, well, I, I wanna use, you know, athletics. Mm -hmm. How do I use athletics? Well, maybe I'm like jumping on rooftops or something like that. If I want to use, some of them are more obvious, like stealth is really yeah. obvious. Perception oh. could be used. History is a really good one. Investigation. Investigation's good. But I can even see like persuasion or deception to like lie your way in and to ask, yeah. asking questions, right, to cover your tracks. So we'll go around. You can take a little time to like look at your skills and make come up with a decision and think. If you, you can almost pitch anything to me, but if it's a little bit further away or like that's, I'm not sure how you would use that. I might impose advantage or disadvantage depending. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, let's go around and let's uh, look at our, our skills and see what we want to do and I can give you some info and you also determine like what are you trying to figure out like I want to use stealth to get a layout of the building or I want to use history to learn about who these leaders are right yeah, so right, it depends right. on what information do you think is valuable and how do you want to go about it and who's the best person to send to do stealth yeah I kind of want to find out like all the the like five leaders their chambers like mm -hmm. like almost their like day-to-day -day schedules like where they sleep like what okay, they do yeah, yeah, all yeah. that kind of you stuff got, if you have a skill let me know I mean, either persuasion or stealth, because I can either stealth around and watch their day-to-day -day, or persuade someone to, like, give me the intel. Whichever one are you thinking? I think either one works. I would say deception makes a little bit more sense to me than persuasion, because I feel yeah. like you want to try to make sure they don't know, like, hey, so, like, what's the, like, motorcade <laughs> schedule? Like, where is the president yeah. going to be at 4 p.m. Like, on, on Thursday? Yeah, uh, like, whereas deception, you're, like, covering it up. But you can even, like, use your disguise, mm -hmm. right, to look like infiltrates or do whatever, you I know? think I'll do stealth then, Stealth? Yeah. Cool, go for it. Um, give me that stealth. And you're trying to figure out the schedules of the different people? Yeah, I'll find them. Okay, cool. Um, 23. 23 is very good, okay. So with that success, you're trying to get like a broad sense of everyone's different ones. So rather than going like a deep dive on an individual, I can give you like at least the names of the people and a little bit about their movements. You know, first of all, that like they're all staying in different places across the city. Several of them have come in to the city, but at least two of them are native here anyway. Well, sort of. So there are five people. The person who leads Thorpe is a man named Lord Mayor Goldglass, Osvaldo Goldglass. Goldglass. Um, you know, uh, Desdemonia, that he was once the field general of a mercenary army, like an adventuring army, and he kind of conned his way into being the Lord Mayor of Thorpe. So he's the one basically that rules the city. And okay. he's kind of like the central figure. He's the closest you could get to, they're like a covenant, they're like an alliance. He's the closest you get to being the head of it. Got it. He's, you know, he's deeply unpopular within the city, <laughs> Great. Um, but he's nonetheless managed to maintain control because he's sort of the best man for the job, yeah. quote unquote. You know that he, like, you can figure out like where he lives and like his accommodations. He lives in a you know a fancy basically the the Lord Mayor's mansion mm -hmm. in the center of the city, not too far away from where this is taking place. But he is one thing you would learn with your stealth is that he is as a once being a member of this mercenary army, he has like a personal bodyguard of these adventurers called the Unsung Heroes, who are like his personal. They're not even like the cops. They're like his personal secret service, and they kind of go with him everywhere. So you have a sense of his, his schedule, but you quickly learn that like they are all coming from different places that like the only time when they're all going to be in the same room is that meeting like hitting them individually is going to set off alarms mm -hmm. all over the place yeah so that's the lord mayor i can give you more information about him if you if you would like it there's another one is uh the leader of coom is named yidra queen under the mountain she's a dwarven queen she's young and she's untested and she's descended from another great uh, dwarven queen and she's not much of a warrior you know politically she's all about defense and she doesn't really want to like confront yog she just wants to hole up in the earth, right? She's a dwarf. Um, sure. 
Your, <laughs> your 23. Symbia, the elven nation, is led by two monarchs. There's a king and a queen. You know that the mm -hmm. queen is coming to this particular summit, that ever since the daughter was kidnapped, the king has kind of shut himself up. So her name is Queen Sion. Badass. Um, she's, Same too, huh? Right? Same two. It's this, yeah. That's the same two. Same two. Yeah, yeah. it's only been yeah. five years, right? Right. right. Uh, and she is like a renowned warrior. She's a ranger. She like led like the Symbian army for a long time, and she's like uh, just hard as fucking nails. This lady, right? You remember? Oh yeah. The two of you remember this woman. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> the leader of the arcane ascendancy is like an Eladrin, a high elf named Archmage Kaleri. Many centuries old. He lives in like a pocket dimension, essentially, mm -hmm. with the rest of the Eladrin. So like. You can't really follow his schedule, but you know like how they come in and out. There are these gates throughout the city. He is famously paranoid. The rumor is that he like is a, he's a diviner. He's gazed into the future and that he saw something that's coming, <laughs> sort of the end of this age <laughs> that has made him very worried about on Dune. And so he's like trying to get all of his people to like let's go to this pocket dimension that's not here. Uh, but he's like famously like paranoid and and like almost this like surveillance state kind of a kind of a figure, right? Great. And the last one, uh, the leader of the Sixfold Faith, the Catholic Church, is a woman, the Supreme Pontiff, uh, Athalia II. And she is basically like this old, she's the Pope. She's this old, wizened priestess who's been serving for almost her entire life since she was a child. And she's sort of nearing the end of her term. People kind of think that when the age ends, which is only in a couple of years, she will pass on the crown to somebody else. And she's this like ancient, sort of bent, stooped figure and, you know, very pious. She's a pope, right? Like, not a lot of scandal surrounding Athalia. So Athalia, Sion, and Yidra are all going to be visiting the city for this meeting. Probably they'll be teleported in at individual places and then they have, like, accommodation set up. So you can get all their individual accommodations. You know where they are. Um, if you want to do something with that information later, you can. But you know that the only time they're all going to be in one location is at this meeting, mm -hmm. right? Is that, sorry, that's a lot, but no, those good. are the five people. Awesome. Cool. cool. If anyone wants to do with their check, could do a deep dive on like, oh man, I really want to know more about this character. You could focus all of that and I have like a different tier of like, this is like secret information you might be able to learn <laughs> if you roll well. If you want to deep dive on one person. Hmm. But we still haven't talked about the building yet. Yeah. Um, and its defenses and things like that. But that's Desdemonius check. So you're, the maybe quorum. give us a little bit of like, description of like, what does that look like when you're going out and getting this information? Like, um, what's the scene, right? In the, in the montage sequence <laughs> in the movie, what do we see you doing? I think for every different um, person, she is transformed into a different, oh, um, yeah. like, entity kind of. That's cool. So like, um, for going towards the mercenary, she like, was just like a little beggar girl on the street watching like the unsung heroes go by with him and like, yeah, kind of watching them as really they go. Cool. And like, for the archmage, she was like, Except like a pious monk that just like was hanging out unknowingly by like any of the doors. Yeah, that's like really cool. I love that. Yeah. I even like the idea too that it's like we see all the different scenes, but yours like peppered throughout. So we see like a little beggar girl, and like oh, it's testimony. It's like that, that, <laughs> exactly. that mystique thing with the eye flashes yeah. or just whatever. Yeah, that's really cool. Perfect. So that's testimonia. We still have the other three. We have uh, Azathamet and Dr. Hubert and Skura. Uh, anybody else got a hit uh, skill they want to use? Uh, I was thinking intimidation. Oh, um, okay. I think if I'm going out at night, I can mm -hmm. target people. And I, I, I figure intimidation is how I would, like, charm people. I can see that, yeah. You know, it's sort of like an obey kind of a thing. I like and that, then cool. get information from them and then drink their blood. Drink their blood. Not leave anybody... Left yeah, to tell and no stories. witnesses. <laughs> Great. And you get food. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so uh, what are you trying to figure out? What what what's, what information are you going after? Intimidation. Uh, I suppose maybe the maybe the layout of the building I think could be okay. helpful. Give me a, give me a, an intimidation roll. Ooh, not good. It's an eleven. Okay. 
you managed to find a little bit of information. I'm, yeah, I'm curious to see like why do you think Azothomet like? Because I, I feel like there's like a cool narrative of like you don't know what to ask. Like you live in a in a box <laughs> for thousands of years at a time, and it's just like well, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think part of it part of it could be caught up in like. Well, I don't know. I'm like, like get curious, the wrong person or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I think yeah. it's the wrong people. Like, I don't fucking know. I don't even know what Thorpe is until right. now. Yeah. You know what I mean? You just, so, like, grab somebody who's walking by. I, yeah, I feel, like, I feel like I have a lot of catching up to do. I'm like, yeah. I don't know what society is right, uh, right now. They're it's like, oh, yeah. So they they, they meet, on, like, on Mondays, like, what's Monday? Like, yeah. you don't understand, like, any <laughs> Time, of the, the vernacular. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, you yeah. get a little bit of information about the building, which I can give to you. Forum. It's where the Congress of Cities, which is the governing body of Thorpe, meets, and it's also where the Covenant of Kingdoms meets whenever they come into town. It's just like a huge domed building in a part of the city called Patrician Plaza. It has four entrances, and you know it has a skylight. That's the amount of information that you get. <laughs> skylight. Oh, it has a skylight. But otherwise, yeah. So what is the scene? Is the scene like, because you charm them, right? So what does your charm look like when you like happen upon this like pedestrian, like this bystander? <laughs> I think it's dark like, night, right? I like, crawl out of, you know, I step out of a shadow uh-huh. and it's just, obey. I think it's like a street sweeper. He's like going about his job and like, yes, my master, and mm-hmm. like turns towards you. Is he maybe the custodian of the place? Did I at least? I, I think I think he's the custodian <laughs> of the place outside. He's, he's like, just he, like he a chimney the sweep. plaza, but he doesn't yeah. go in. Like they <laughs> right, have right, their right. own janitorial staff. He's like um, a dung sweeper. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me of the quorum. He points to it. It is a large building. It is domed. <laughs> it is where they meet the Congress of Cities. Yes, I realize. <laughs> How did you roll? Did you I got an 11. It is dumb. We pull out and it's just this big dome building, right? Like, obviously, yeah. Like, right in the middle of the city. You're standing next right. to it. How? Uh, Are there any secret passages, entrances, exits? He points. And there's like the. So he's like right by the door, so he steps to lead up to it, and there's like a carved. It's not. I'm, it's like magically glowing. <laughs> exit. Right? <laughs> it points to the exit sign. How long do you let this go on before you fucking kill this guy and eat it? I think I'm not long at all. <laughs> Soon it's just. Uh, <laughs> blood across the camera, and that's your custodian. <laughs> that's excellent. He's about to go. Right, and then I probably his wife. Go yeah. back his wife. Uh, and then once the blood is gone, like a bat flies yeah. away. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. Excellent. Okay, cool. That's Azothamet. So we still have the Doctor, we still have Skura. Uh, I'd love to get the lay of the land, like, going up to it. Use our uh, athletics to fly above the city at night. Okay. At night? Yeah, cool. As long as it's at night. No, that's totally, yes, totally. (laughs) The only time I can hide during the day would be awful. Before you can do that, we have to do the wing. I'm totally down to get a wing first. Let's do the wing first, and then we'll do your guys' two checks. Cool. What do you envision this wing looks like? I'm envisioning pretty steampunky for Mm. the actual, like, where bones would be, essentially. Mm, okay, cool. And then random like, flesh can totally be the membranes that will make it fly. Oh, that's neat. It's yeah, like yeah, a yeah. quilt yeah. of yeah, like pieces awesome. of yeah. skin. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, oh my God. But like mismatched mechanics but, like, to make it gears. happen. Yeah, yeah definite gears. gears. Okay, yeah. cool. Like so, a rod for the main, like shoved into the uh-huh. former. Oof. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's not going to be fun to yeah. get. Bicycle chains and stuff like that. I'm down for bicycle chains. Oh, that's chains. fucking rad. There's, yeah, there's like gears that like yeah. pumped. Yeah. Like to make it work. Yeah. 
That's horrifying. So what's the what's the scene? Like, are you like, like on a slab on a table? Like, what does this workshop look like that you're working? Like, Yogi is giving you everything you need to make this happen. So how does the doctor do this? Like, what is the scene? Oof. Um, I imagine if it's a pretty big room, it has to be because of the dragon. Right. There's there's maybe like a wall of uh, animals, just like kind of like. <laughs> well, because it's a slaughterhouse, like, so they're yeah. on the hooks and yeah, like come by. There you go. They're on right? hooks. They're just like laid out, so I can like pick and choose what skin works best That's for fucking awesome. yes. you know. And then there's. Uh, Elizabeth's there and she's holding like a bunch of different like. I wanted to have your little tray <laughs> yes, with yes, the scalpel. Yes. And it's this huge golem yeah, with like this little tray. Yeah. And every once in a while she just hears me and I ask for a scalpel or whatever the hell I need. Like and hands it to you. Yeah. No, no, not that. The other one. You know. Yeah. She has a little fucking surgeon mask yeah. on, like her like horrible face. Yeah. yeah. Like as though she could get sick or <laughs> convey germs to anyone. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so school, are you, are you like strapped down, I imagine? Because I feel like, are you using like a lot of anesthetics, least, the doctor? Like, I would at least have to have my head restrained because otherwise mm. I would bite the shit out of you. <laughs> oh, sure. Like just for pain. Like some kind know. of a muzzle maybe or something yeah. like that? Like, oh my God, that's... A muzzle or like a head restraint or both. Right. Um, maybe Elizabeth helps with that a little bit yeah, too. Yeah, she's pretty maybe strong. She's like, right. Elizabeth just gives my down. face a cuddle. Yeah, yeah. just like squeezing you. Just, <laughs> trying to say it's okay, but not really saying it's okay. But not knowing I think the scene of it in the movie, right? Like we see you getting all set up and then you like, you have the fucking like, yeah, like it's a like a chainsaw for sure. Whatever, yeah. Yeah. And so we see like the curtain and, pfft, and we hear sparks, yeah, sparks and blood and you hear the dragon like, right? like yeah. and Elizabeth is holding you and then the next time we see you you have this fucking awesome wing. Yes. Um, nice. Well is there anything else oh, yeah. we want to add? So it's got, it's got like the gears and the chains and then there's the skin. Maybe it's, it has like the long fingers and stuff too I imagine. I right? feel like, like there has to be feathers somewhere too just because oh, why yeah. wouldn't we put feathers, feathers on it? Yeah. And, it's just, and they don't even like really work as feathers. No, they're, they're just there. They're, they're just there, there just to like, because you're crazy. Yeah. 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 Plucking out randomly. Maybe they're like yeah. chicken yeah. feathers on the frails or something. Like that's cool like along the edge. Yeah. That's awesome. The doctor has somehow had a sense of design, I guess. Yeah, uh-huh. It's even just cosmetic. It could be like, yeah, a little cosmetic patchy. feathers. You yeah. had them and you've always wanted a chance to use the feathers. Right. Right. I wanted That's to awesome. make a wing. Yeah. These were in time. my kit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, finally. Yeah. Oh, yes. I've been holding on oh. to these. Yeah, I'll use this glitter another day. <laughs> it's got glitter someday. He picks up the glitter, and looks, and goes, no, 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 no. <laughs> Next time. <laughs> so I think the shot is like, we see the, the chainsaw and the blood and the sparks, and then we cut to the wing beating. Yeah. And we pull back and you're flying over the city, right? Great. Thanks for listening to All Hail Yog. If you like the show, please consider leaving us a review on iTunes. It's really the best way to steer new ears towards the podcast. We would really appreciate it. All Hail Yog is an Experience Points production. It was directed and dungeon mastered by Timothy J. Meyer. Azothamet was played by Stephen Maloney, at Stephen Maloney on Twitter. Desdemonia was played by Heather Lore, at Land of Lore on Instagram. Dr. Hubert was played by Cody Bushy, at Cody Bushy on Twitter. Skura was played by Megan Captain, at II underscore Captain on Instagram. Tim Alvarez, at The Way Tim Moves on Twitter, was our audio engineer. The game was played using the Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition rule set, as owned by Wizards of the Coast. The main titles are A Night on Bald Mountain by Modest Mazorski, as performed by the Skidmore College Orchestra. Additional music includes The Battle on the Ice by Sergei Prokofiev, performed by the West London Symphonia and the St. Matthew's Concert Choir. Symphony No. 5 in D minor by Dmitry Shostakovich, 
performed by the DuPage Symphony Orchestra. String Quartet No. 8 by Dmitry Shostakovich, performed by the Lawrence Street String Quartet. Uranus by Gustav Holtz, performed by the Royal Liverpool Philharmonic Orchestra. We claim no rights on any music used. Thanks for listening, and yog before all. <laughs>